Hey guys, it's me Neef Kumar and I'm continuing the 12 labors of Hercules. In part 1, we talked about Perseus cutting off Medusa's head, his creation of the kingdom Mycenae, how Amphitryon killed his father-in-law, and how Eurystheus, Hercules' cousin, became high king. In part 2, we talked about Hercules in the forest, how he killed two vipers when he was 12 months old, how he killed his music teacher, and how he burned down his city. In part 3, we talked about how Hercules had killed all his family members except for Iolus and headed off to Mycenae to pay for his sins. There, he got his first labor. In part 4, we talked about Hercules killing an Nemean lion in his first task and then for his second task, went to kill the hydra that lived in the swamp of Lerna and for a parting gift, Her Her Hera sent a giant crab to kill Hercules. He killed that too. In part 5, we discussed Hercules capturing the Eurymantean boar and the Syrian hind first, fourth, third and fourth neighbors. Okay, let's get started. For your next task, you will rid the lake near Symphalia of the Symphalian birds, Eurystheus announced. Hercules was too tired to see anything, so he grunted and left for Symphalia. When he reached the lake, Hercules saw nothing but birds. There were waves of black feathers polluting the lake. Hercules picked one up and immediately dropped it in pain. He lifted his finger. It was bleeding. Okay, don't touch the birds, Hercules said. He wondered how to clear out the birds. Maybe he could kill their food source? No, he didn't know what they ate. Perhaps I could help you, Hercules heard from behind him. He turned and saw Athena, the goddess of wisdom and warfare. He immediately knelt. Rise, hero, Athena said, and Hercules stood up. So, Hercules said to the goddess, you are here to give me the solution to getting rid of these birds? No, Athena said, I am here to help you arrive at a solution. What do you think could scare away the birds? Hercules thought about it, and when suddenly a light bulb went on in his head. Loud noise, as he exclaimed. He turned to Athena. Do you have any pots and pans? I'm just kidding. They did not have pots and pans at that time. No, but I do have this. She pulled out a bro- big bronze cowbell and handed it to the hero, and she disappeared in a plume of smoke. Hercules ran around the lake and waved his cowbell, shooing and scaring the birds away, and if any stragglers remained, he shot them down with his bow. He took one bird and stuffed it in his sack as proof. He eradicated them and headed off back to King Eurystheus. When Hercules arrived at Mycenae unscathed, the king was outraged. He decided to give Hercules a different type of quest, one that would shame him. Your next task is to clean the couches of King Aegis all by yourself, with no help at all. Hercules left the throne room determined to get this over so he could finish his lousy quests. Hercules smelled the city before he saw it. As he entered the city, he saw all the locals running around with handkerchiefs over their nose. Hercules ignored the smell and said, where, Now where are the cowsheds? He looked around and saw a mountain of animal dung next to the palace and beelined towards it. There's no way I can clean all of this by myself, he said when he saw the amount of poop in the sheds. He looked around for something to help him, but there was nothing but a river. But wait, he thought. He could use the river itself. He rushed over it and he rushed over to it and dug a trench from the river, through the cow sheds and back to the river. The water flushed out the dung and Hercules created the first ever toilet. He went back to King Eurystheus, pleased with himself. When he reached the palace, the king wasn't happy. You used the river. This task doesn't count. Now for, his, for your next task, get me the Cretan bull, the king said. Hercules grunted, not satisfied with how it turned out, and left. When he reached Crete, he went to the palace and asked King Minos for his prized bull. The king gave it to the hero and Hercules left for Mycenae, satisfied with an easy job. See, it was all a matter of good timing. Just before Hercules went to get the bull, Minos' wife, Queen Fasfay, fell in love with her and gave birth to the Minotaur, the half-man and half-bull monster, so the king didn't want anything to do with it. 
When he reached the palace, King Eurystheus told him to let the bull free, so Hercules did it. It ran off a rampage the countryside in Marathon until a hero named Theseus, the guy who later killed the Minotaur, sacrificed it to Zeus. Next stupid task, Hercules asked the king, Go to King Diomedes in Thrace and get me his beautiful female horses. Thracian mares coming right up, Hercules said, and went to Thrace. Hercules reached Thrace and went to the stables. He just wanted to get this over with. He tried to coax the horses out of the stables, but they stayed put. When he tried to pull them out, they snapped at his hands. These horses were carnivorous. What are you doing with my horses? He heard a voice say. Hercules turned and saw Diomedes, the king of Thrace. Uh, nothing. I'm just admiring them, Hercules said. The king snorted. Yeah, I can tell you're lying. Nobody's allowed to admire them. my horses except me. Not, not that nobody's brave enough to do it. He drew his sword and swung at Hercules. The hero sighed and king the kill, king killed the king easily. As he thought about how to dispose of the body, he got an idea. Okay, guys, I have a warning for you. This is gruesome. You might want to skip the next few seconds. Anyway, he fed the king to his own horses and after they were full, led them back to King Eurystheus. For his next task, Hercules had to steal the golden belt of Hippolyta, the queen of the Amazons, a trap full of women, and bring it back to the king's daughter. This time, Hercules took a boat and sailed to Amazonia, where the Amazons lived. Pretty straightforward. The queen met with Hercules and they started talking. Hera was so angry that the Amazons were killing Hercules that she sowed seeds of doubt in the Amazon's mind and a full-fledged battle began. Hercules fended off the vicious woman and took the belt, but in the fighting, Queen Hippolyta died and the crown of the Amazons went to Penthesilea, her sister. The king's daughter, Admiral, was delighted. She took the belt from Hercules and ran up to show her friends. It was time for task number nine. Hercules had to travel to Iberia to steal the bright red cattle from Gerion, a monster ranch owner. He traveled there and saw, cow, saw the cow sheds. He approached it carefully when a two-headed dog and man came rushing out of the bushes and attacked him. Hercules killed them easily and went to the cows. He herded them and was about to take them to his ship when he heard a voice cry, Stop! Those are my cows! It was Gerion. Hercules calmly took out his bow, dipped his arrow in the hydra poison and shot the man in his heart. He went back. He again went back to the king to give him the cows. Now Eurystheus was beyond mad. Hercules only had two bonus labors left. Hera whispered in his ears and told him to send Hercules to get the apples of Hesperides. No, Hercules, you will get the apples of Hesperides. Hercules shrugged and left. Hercules walked and walked until he came across Prometheus, a titan. He asked Prometheus for deductions and told him to seek Atlas, another titan as his daughters were guarding the tree where the apples belonged. Her- Hercules found Atlas easily and Atlas told him, only I can pick the apples aside from Hera and Zeus. Free me and I will get your apples. Hercules made him promise to come back and promises can't be broken in Greek mythology. Atlas gave the sky to Hercules and went to the apples, went to get the apples from the garden. Holding up the sky was agony. Hercules held it up until his arms were buddy. When he felt he couldn't hold it much longer, Atlas finally came back with, with the apples. Hercules tricked Atlas into taking back the sky and he went to King Eurystheus to get his final stupid deed. King Eurystheus was outraged at Hercules and only one labor left. He wanted to send Hercules some place that would ensure his immediate death. As he thought about it, an idea began to form in his head. Hercules, he projected into the void of, of Hercules' fans. I want you to go to the underworld and bring me Cerberus, the guard dog of Hades. Hercules was so tired of these quests and he wanted to finish them so badly that he left as fast as he could without an argument and dashed out of the throne room. 
First, Hercules went to gain some information about the underworld. He got his advice and dropped into the underworld. He trekked and trekked to Hades, to the underworld and found the palace of Hades. He politely asked him if he could just borrow Cerberus for a little while and Hades replied, Yeah, you can take him, just release him when you're done. He knows the way home. So Hercules thanked him and returned to the overworld with Cerberus. When the king saw the beast, he was petrified. He ordered Hercules to release the dog immediately and said, Hercules, you are released from my service. Please don't kill me. Hercules considered doing just that and decided not to. He turned on his heel and walked away. Some legends say that he became a god after his death, but I'm not really sure. But what I am sure of is that the 12 labors of Hercules are over. Next week, we'll be continuing the creation of the Greek gods. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.